0: Welcome to Egg Annex Talks, a podcast brought to you by the Agriculture brands of Annex Business Media. Join the teams behind Top Crop Manager, Potatoes in Canada, Fruit and Vegetable, Manure Manager, and Canadian Poultry Magazines for compelling conversations with some of the most important voices in Canadian agriculture. This podcast is made possible by Braun, building quality drainage plows and accessories since 1974. Visit BraunRWF.com for more information. That's B-R-O-N-R-W-F dot Welcome back to the Groundbreakers. Our fourth and final profile is on Matt Morose of Rivasto Enterprises and Brett Sheffield of NextGen Drainage. Now, we chose to profile Matt and Brett together for a few reasons. For one thing, they work together as contracting partners and have done some pretty significant jobs together over the years in Manitoba. They did their schooling and training together and have had each other's backs in the industry ever since. Additionally, these two work in such lockstep that Matt, who was nominated in his own right, is actually the person who nominated Brett. So I spoke with the very busy Matt and Brett about how they refine their practices, what they've learned over the years, how they've grown their respective businesses, and what they see as the biggest challenges and opportunities in drainage over the coming years. Let's get into it. Well, I wanted to start by asking you if you could just tell me a little bit about your background with with ag and drainage and why you decided to get into it and what led you to starting NextGen.
1: Yeah, so I, I moved back to the family farm in 2007 mm-hmm. and uh, started grain farming with my dad in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. And that's where we kind of grew our family farm from about 1,000 acres to 4,000 acres mm-hmm. from 2007 to 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, a, in 2010, I decided to go back and take my egg diploma class mm-hmm. at the University of Manitoba. And in one of those classes, in my soils class, Professor Doug Flayton talked about the benefits of tile drainage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that, I decided to research if tile drainage worked on our own farm. And after doing some research, I learned that obviously that tile drainage benefit my farm, and mm-hmm. offered amazing benefits uh, to all farms in Western Canada, and I decided to pursue
0: Okay, wow. So do you feel like um, growing up on a farm and, and running a farm yourself has given you kind of a unique perspective as a drainage contractor? It it Initially, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you enjoy now most about uh, about working in drainage and what are some of your favorite challenges to work with?
1: Uh, probably the thing that I enjoy most with working with farmers or customers is that uh, they see the incredible benefits that tile drainage and water table management brings to their land right away. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not as though we're needing to go to and, and sell something that has no benefit. They, the benefit is clear, the excitement is there,
0: and they're able to invest in their land uh, to, to get back great benefits that maybe they can't afford to buy new land or want to improve the land they already have. Okay. So it's, it's really great to see the excitement with our customers that we work with on a product that truly helps them. Yeah, I bet. Um, so, I don't know um, what you've experienced in terms of um, mentors or advice, but what's some of the best advice or things you've learned throughout your career? I've, I've had the, I guess, i have been very lucky to have some great
1: mentors such as Roger and Ellison from Ellison Companies, mm-hmm. or Bob Clark from Clark Farm drainage, oh, who I have love Bob. many decades decades of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took me in and allowed me to work with them in the United States. Mm -hmm. and teach me everything that they do. And the main thing that they showed me was how important quality of work was, and installing it right the first time was, just so that these products would go in and last for decades, once they were done. So, you know, rather than than experience extreme growth early on, we really took our time, we learned how to do it right, and then from that, that's how we became one of uh, Western Canada's top companies. I bet. Not even in such a drainage, but in all companies in 2019, for one of Canada's fastest growing companies
0: overall. Well, congratulations on that. Um, and, yeah, we, we love Bob. He's a great friend of Drainage Contractor. Um, so, um, you know, speaking of Western Canada, and I know you've done uh, some work, you know, with people in the U.S., but um, we have a lot of readers in the Midwest and Northeast United States. So can you tell us a little bit about what makes um, tiling in Manitoba either unique or a challenge or just um, what you want people to know about what... Uh, life is like here for in Manitoba yeah. drainage. Man-
1: Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta drainage is very different from the U.S. because it's permitted so heavily, mm-hmm. and also we are restricted to our coefficients mostly because of our lower annual rainfall. Mm-hmm. So you know we're we're only looking at probably taking in anywhere from seven to twelve inches of annual rainfall, which is much less than the Midwest, where tile drainage is very prevalent. Mm-hmm. So the majority of our work is
0: targeting areas that are wet for why with maybe smaller projects overall instead of whole fields of pattern time? Mm, I see. All right. Well, can you tell me a little bit about um, Matt from Rivasto, uh, your nominator? How you guys met and connected and um what some things that what are some things that you've accomplished together? Absolutely. So Matt and I met in college in 2010. We were both taking our Manitoba, University of Manitoba Ed course, mm-hmm. and we became close friends there. Uh, I had uh, started tiling and be tiling for two years but I reached out to Matt and thought this was a good business opportunity, let's
1: work together. Matt came back from the oil field then to start working with me in, uh, in 2014 mm-hmm. and he and I have been tiling together ever since. We have a great working relationship, Matt's an amazing installer with great quality work mm-hmm. and with the two of us we were really able to capitalize on market and uh, work for informationally.
0: That sounds great. Um, and... Uh... The last question I had is, um, what do you foresee being either some of the biggest challenges or biggest opportunities with just the field of drainage um, kind of looking beyond 2022? The biggest challenges we're facing is always going to be permanent. Uh, the, the government has been changing
1: regulations consistently from anything from uh, not allowing us to tell anything that it can be planted before June 1st to now any soils that uh, they don't think are... Are ready to drink so it's really limiting us on what projects we're able to do mm-hmm.
0: so i would say you know the constant changes from the government or restrictions are are always making us keep on our toes for permanent. all right well we'll have to keep an eye out for that now let's turn to my talk with matt wanted to start out, Matt, can you tell me about your background with, uh, both agriculture and drainage and what made you decide to get into the field and then eventually, uh, led to you starting Rivasto?
2: Um, so yeah, I guess, um, grew up on a family farm and, and still farm to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as getting into the drainage side of things, um, I, uh, went or I guess me and Brett initially met in, uh, university and uh, kind of right after school I took off out to the oil fields to go work and hopefully make a bunch of money and come home and start farming and uh, mm-hmm. just as I came home land values got crazy and uh, didn't exactly end up farming so uh, <laughs> Brett had kind of bought a plow of his own there to, to start working on their farm and uh, I kind of went and hung up with him the one summer and helped them out and ran the clouds and equipment and uh kind of the rest is history from there
0: yeah um now tell me a little bit about rivasto and i mean obviously what you guys do is obvious but kind of um what are like the values that you like to put into it you know what what do you want people to think of when they think of uh you and rivasto uh
2: just you know down to earth uh small town company doing mm-hmm. good work um you know, at, at the end of the day, um, especially in the, the drainage side of things, uh, I'm I'm still, I'd like to say I'm still a farmer at heart. So, um, you know, I I kind of like to give you what I would put into my own personal piece of land. So I, mm-hmm. I'd like to think we always give it our best every time.
0: I love that. Um, we have found that uh, a lot of people that we talk to in the drainage industry either grew up on farms or are also farms. And those who do, we, we find it gives them a really good, like, personal perspective because they understand what's at stake. Um, so what do you enjoy most about, uh, about drainage and doing what you do? What are some of your like favorite challenges to deal with?
2: Yeah, it's, it's just always something different, you know, from, from project to project. It never seems you run into to two things that are, are the same, um, you know, whether it be just project specifics and, you know, outlets and requirements and pumps and, it's it's always something different, so it keeps it exciting and uh, doesn't doesn't uh, let it get too boring.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it. Um, so what's either the best advice or best uh, that you've gotten throughout your career, or some of the best mentors you've worked with?
2: Uh, honestly, the one that has uh, uh, stuck with me the most is kind of when me and Brett first got started. We met with Roger Ellingson's a couple of times just to. To talk and uh, he, he said a few times there's always more than one way to skin a cat and uh, mm-hmm. you know I don't know why that one's stuck with me but it has uh, I don't know just as you know
1: sometimes things can get tough and projects and conditions
2: don't allow for things to go as they should so uh, I don't know just kind of step back take a breather kind of reassess things and Hopefully you can come up with something maybe uh, that can help things go in your favor.
0: Of course. Uh, That actually brings me really uh, to my next question, which is, um, and and for context, a lot of our readers and viewers are um, are based in the Midwest U.S. and sometimes Northeast. And so I know that drainage and land drainage is very different in like Manitoba, Saskatchewan, where you work. Um, What are some of the challenges that make tiling in Manitoba unique compared to other places?
2: I would, I would have to think it would be just our, our variability in um, soil types and, and projects. Um, you know, where I live, I live just northeast of Winnipeg, um, kind of more so at what, what I guess you'd call the north end of the valley, if you want to call it that. It's, you know, like really heavy, tight clay, and then, uh, I don't know, you go... 50 to 80 miles to the west of me and you're in potato country and you find, uh, you know, sand and light soils and then you go another 50 to 80 miles west of that and you're Brandon or almost the Saskatchewan border and it's roly potable country. So there's, there's, uh, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of variability to
0: work with when it comes to projects. It's not just the the same thing all the time. Hmm. Now I want to circle back to Brett since you already talked about how you guys met and connected and started working um, working together. What do you enjoy most about working with him, and what is it about the two of you that you think jive so well and you create such good work together?
2: It, it's nice having someone that's you know like minded and uh, we can we can bounce ideas off each other. And um, I don't know, we've we've always just like I said when we met in school, we've just always kind of kind of seemed to click. You know, he's he's always been maybe a little more business-minded and mm-hmm. um, also grew up on a farm and still farms to this day with his dad and a successful operation. And uh, I've always really enjoyed equipment. And, uh, you know, same thing, kid growing up on a farm and always having all kinds of equipment to hop in and out of a play. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we kind of both brought both sides of the... Of the I don't know what you'd want to call it, maybe picture together. And uh, it, it just seems to work good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it sounds like a great um, a great pairing. Uh, so my last question is, um, uh, looking forward kind of beyond 2022, what do you think are either some of the biggest challenges or biggest opportunities for drainage going forward? What's kind of like the thing that keeps you up at night <laughs> looking forward in drainage? Uh, obviously, again, Coming
2: from the farm side, um, you know, all the uncertainties with, uh, you know, input prices and uh, the variability in commodity prices these days. Like one day it's limit up and the next day it's limit down. So I don't know, maybe uh, farmers may be more cautious on or sharper with their pencils on where they're going to spend their dollars. But uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: in the same sense that, seems to be driving land values like crazy around here um in the higher direction anyways so um you know maybe you don't just go and buy a quarter section anymore you you more so look at improving what you already own Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's potentially promising hopefully
0: yeah. And one thing Brett mentioned when I asked him about challenges was he was talking about kind of the, um, government regulations and kind of navigating that red tape and that, uh, kind of, uh, laser maze of regulations. Is that something you also yeah, find you struggle sure. with? Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, it's, you know, again, with project specifics and different watersheds and, and whatnot, there's, there's definitely no, uh, no, no cut and dry when it comes to, um, the the regulations in terms of getting a project passed through up here so that's yeah that's always a challenge um, so hopefully we can maybe have that uh you know as we go forward maybe a little more streamlined process something like you'd see in southern ontario or southern ontario
1: or uh, minnesota would be would be pretty nice but um, hopefully we get there
0: sounds great well thank you so much for answering my questions matt no problem Thanks for tuning in to Egg Annex Talks, the podcast hosted by the agriculture brands of Annex Business Media. You can subscribe to Egg Annex Talks wherever you listen to podcasts or visit eggannex.com to catch up on all of our other episodes.